Thanks for listening to the Galilee Students Podcast. We exist to help students love God, love others, and serve all. Awesome. At the movies, uh, Loki, I'm really glad you're here tonight. So who has watched Loki? Who's watched the whole series? A lot of people in here, good. So a few people have not. That's okay. If this is not your thing, here's the thing. For the next two weeks, here's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be just looking at a couple different movies. And what we're going to be doing is this. We, we believe that, that there's some powerful truths um, that live in some of our favorite movies and TV moments. There just are. And here's what Jesus did all the time. I don't know if you know this or not, but Jesus all the time, he, he used culture. He used the culture to teach truth. I mean, if you've ever opened up the Bible, like here's the thing, there's, he, there's 30 different stories called parables that Jesus told. He used culture, uh, he'd talk about sheep, or he'd talk about a vine, or a seed, all these different sheep, all these things that people in, in uh, Jesus' time would have understood. He used the culture to teach truth, and, and really that's what we're going to do. We're going to take the truth of the Bible and, and look at culture and use that to teach a little bit and I think it's going to be I, I really enjoy doing it and it's 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 a really cool thing so uh, if you don't know this is a six episode show it's on Disney plus if you want to watch it you uh, you can do that uh, it's it's a quick overview and I'm sorry tonight if you've not watched it um, I'm going to break every spoiler alert and it's just going to happen that way okay so I apologize please don't sit there with your fingers in your ears here's the thing actually studies have been shown that when someone spoils something for you, especially in a movie, you actually enjoy what you watch more. All right, look it up on the internet. I'm serious, I've looked it up. When you hear the spoilers, actually when you watch it, you enjoy it more. Now maybe you're like, no, that's not true. But a lot of the population, when they took the study, they said, yeah, that's legit, that's what it did. So here's the thing. Loki is, he is generally, uh, you go ahead to that next slide. This is Loki. Um, yeah, this is Loki right here. He's the main title guy. He is a superhero in the Marvel Universe. And I'm just going to bring you up to speed about this guy. Here's the thing. He is a, um, shh, he's a villain. That's where we find him. He is a villain. He's a bad guy. Uh, he, that's just where he is in the Marvel Universe. He is always attempting to take over his home planet, which is called Asgard. Like, he's always trying to take that over. He likes to ally himself to other bad guys who are more powerful than him. Like, he loves to do that. He loves to hook the wagon up to somebody else that's more powerful, that's on the evil side, and really help them go over and to achieve his aims. And, and he has a particular jealousy towards his adopted brother named Thor. He's the one with the big hammer. Maybe you've seen him. Like he, that is his, his, his brother in the Marvel Universe. And here's what he likes to do. He likes to ally with people and then betray them. Like, he, he plays smooth, and he plays like, oh, we're going to be tight. And then at the end of the movie or whatever, he ends up stabbing people in the back, like just being a total jerk. It's just the way he does. And through the development of the films and television series, he's kind of become less of a supervillain and more of like an anti-hero is what they're kind of moving him into. So, so this series, this, these six episodes revolve around this guy, Loki. It's just who it revolves around. That's who it's about. He's the main character. Uh, it's what he does. And he's this mischievous villain, and he just escaped the clutches of the Avengers, 
And that's where we kind of pick up the story. He escaped their clutches, and we're going to get kind of deep down into the nerdery of superheroes for a moment. But if I continue to talk and I don't explain some things, you're going to be totally lost. So can we go deep into the nerdery of superheroes? Are you okay with that? I don't see too many pocket protectors or anything like that. We're going to go deep. Here's the thing. Um, So Loki gets caught in this in the very first one. The very first uh, episode here, he gets caught by an organization called the Time Variance Authority. We call them the TVA the rest of the time. Now, the TVA, what is the TVA? The TVA claims responsibility, and their job is this. They watch everything that's going on in the multiverse, which means there's multiple universes in I told you, I want to get deep into the nerdery here. There's multiple universes going on in the comic book in the Marvel thing. There's like different, there's a couple different Spider-Mans, as you're going to see in one of the next ones coming up, like the next Spider-Man movie that's going to come out. So there's all these multi-universes go. So the TVA's job is to be like the sheriff of all of those things. If you get out of line, they're like, oh, that's not going to happen. They shut you down. They bring you to the TVA, and they say, hey, this is not right. You cannot do that. They kind of change timelines. If somebody's too dangerous or they made the wrong choice, they're kind of like these time monitors, and they shut things down. And Loki is busted because he's doing some things that are not correct on the time. So he ends up in front of the TVA, and they're not having it, and they're just about to kind of banish him or prune him, as they would call it. And then they're like, you know what? We, we can use this guy. He, he could be helpful. There's this guy, Mobius. He's the next guy we see here. Uh, if you go ahead to that next slide. Uh, yeah, this is Mobius. Owen Wilson plays him. Does a really good job of it. I enjoy watching Owen Wilson in this. He is Mobius. Now, Mobius works for the TVA. He's an agent for the TVA. And his job is he kind of goes beside Loki and says, hey, we've got this one variant, this person who's making all kinds of bad decisions on the timeline. Can you help me catch him? And Loki's like, well, I, I guess I can do that. And he said, here's the reason that uh, I would really like to have you help here with these things, because he enlists him. Interestingly enough, the best way to catch a Loki is a Loki. If you remember, there's a multi-universe thing going on. So it's kind of cool in this. We end up seeing all these different versions of Loki. Like, uh, you go ahead to this next slide. Now, here's a couple different versions of Loki. Okay, yes, that is on that dude, the kid's lap. That's kid Loki. Uh, this is uh, alligator Loki. Um, I, don't, I guess there's an animal universe where there's a Loki bad guy. I don't know, crazy. It's kind of crazy. There is, uh, he's called Boastful um, with the big hammer because he brags a lot. And they kind of give him the nickname of Boastful Loki. The other one is classic Loki. Okay, he's got the old, like the, the, superheroes outfit that your mom and dad would have seen back in the day or your grandparents like it's the old looks like an old school batman he he's got the old school garb on he's called classic loki and there's a bunch of other lokis who you 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 meet as well so loki he comes here and he has to help find this one other loki and we can go ahead to the next slide this is the main one this other loki here uh, this young lady here her name is sylvie and Sylvie uh, is Lady Loki. And the first guy, the guy here on the right, it gets really hard because there's so many different Lokis to kind of talk about this. The Loki on the right here, 
His job is to help catch the Loki on the left. And what a better way to catch a Loki than to have a Loki. So he helps the TVA find and track down this this lady, Sylvie, and they go through and they have all kinds of uh, things together. Uh, and it's, it's an interesting him trying to catch. And I'm not going to ruin everything for you, but it's a really, really interesting story. But there's one quote from the movie that I really want to tie to Scripture tonight. And if you've ever watched the Marvel Universe, and if you've ever listened to really what Loki says, this would not be the first time you've seen it. If you paid attention in the Avengers movie, here is this quote. Go ahead to that next slide. Uh, here is this quote that he has said not only in this movie, but he said it in some other Marvel movies as well. If you just listen, uh, if, if you replay him, you'll hear him say this a couple different times. Here's what he says. I'm Loki of Asgard, and I'm burdened with a glorious purpose. The earliest we hear this is in 2001. We hear him say this in, in one of the other movies. He says this Thor to Loki here in episode one. Like we hear him say this. And he, he uses this term burdened. In this conversation between him and that guy Mobius who works for the TVA. And Loki here, he, he really has this, he thinks his glorious purpose that he's burdened with. He tells him just, he says, I'm going to become king. Now, I don't know of what land he's going to become king of, but he says, I'm going to become king. Like, he believed that that was his purpose. His glorious purpose for life was to become a king. And he even says this, to inflict pain and, and claim victory over as many people as possible. So he could feel worthy of this glory and fulfillment. And here's what I find when we talk about this, this glorious purpose, what we're, we're going to talk about a lot. I find this. Go ahead to that next slide. We are all burdened with finding a purpose. I think we're all burdened with, with finding a purpose. The difficult part many times in life is figuring out what that purpose is. Here's what I mean. There's a, I want you to throw this next slide up. It's, talk about these three big questions that everybody, I don't care if you're a student or if you're an adult here, these are all questions that we've kind of, we're, we're walking through and we're trying to figure them out. The first one is this, who am I? Like it's a, this identity question and we're trying to figure out our view of ourselves. Man, all through middle and high school I was asking that question. Who am I? Who, who really am I? Even as an adult, there's times I ask myself this question. Brian, who really are you? And there's another big question that we ask, and there's lots of questions we ask, but I think they all fit in one of these buckets, in one of these barrels. And the next one's, where do I fit in? Like belonging, like connecting to other people. And the last one's really the kind of one that we're going to hammer on tonight. And it's this question, what, what difference can I make? Like it's this question of purpose, like contribution to the world. And tonight, Loki's really going to bring that last one to the forefront, this, this purpose question. This question of, of purpose, like this making a difference, is really where we're going to land in the rest of the time we have here tonight. So here's what I want to ask you. Have you ever been burdened with trying to find a purpose? Like, like, this is what my life's going to be about. Like, what am I going to be about? Like, what am I going to be that will give me that purpose? Like, upperclassmen in high school, like, you, I, I know you're sick of it. Probably some middle schoolers, you're beginning to get this question. Where are you going to school? Are you going to work? What are you going to be when you grow up? 
You ever been burdened with that question of purpose? Man, I remember when I was your age, I was burdened with that question of purpose all the time. They're, they're, you know, what are you going to be when you grow up? They're basically asking you, what is your glorious purpose going to be? And man, I've been there. There were several years of my life where I was just searching, like I felt like Loki. I was burdened with this glorious purpose, and the glorious purpose was this. What is my purpose? At the end of high school, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. A couple more years of my life, I just did not know, and I was just looking, what is my purpose? And all the adults in my life were kept like, what are you going to do? What are you going to be? What are you going to do? Yeah, I'm sure you felt that, and you, if you've not, you're, you're probably going to feel that. Several years, just that underlying thing of what's my purpose? What difference am I going to make in this world? How? Well, how am I going to make a difference? And here's the thing. I finally found it, right? And I was youth ministry, and I'm still doing youth ministry. But, you know, purpose can be elusive, right? It can be slippery. Here's a stat about America right now. America right now, we find this, that four out of ten Americans have not yet discovered a satisfying life purpose. And this is not just middle and high school students. This is adults. This is all Americans. Like 40% of Americans walking around are like, man, I don't know what my glorious purpose is. They have this burden to kind of figure out what their purpose is. And I just want you to know, even as an adult, there's, there's been times where I'm like, well, what's my purpose? This weird thing happened when I turned 40. I, I'm 45 now, so I'm a little bit down the road. But it's something about the, the, the age of 40, I begin to really struggle with this question of my purpose. Brian, you really going to... People kept asking me, are you going to keep doing youth ministry? Like, is that really what you're, you want to do? You're like, is that really, like, I begin to think those questions and like, is my purpose elsewhere? I begin to ask God that burden of purpose question. I'm like, God, what do, you, what do you want me to do? And man, if, if you could ask those closest to me and if you could read some of my journals and if you could hear some of the prayers I prayed around the age of like 40, 41, like maybe for an entire year, just struggling with this, is my purpose still the same or my burden with a different purpose? Like, I just want to tell you, like high school's maybe not the only time in your life where you're looking for purpose and figuring out what you're going to be and, and how you're going to be it. Finally, I had a friend, you know, just, just ask me, and, this, and God's word hit me, and his friend just said, stop, you know, would you stop worrying about that? And he kind of reminded me, like hopefully I can remind you, of what my glorious purpose is as a child of God. No matter what I do vocationally, like this is who I'm supposed to be. So here, I want to look at some scripture here. Uh, just like Loki and like me, uh, we're all looking for this purpose Somebody comes up to Jesus, he's actually an expert in the law, and he comes up to him and he asks Jesus this question. It's a really good question. Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? Translation, what's the most important thing I should do with my life? Translation, you know, what is the purpose of my life? Jesus, what am I supposed to be about? And thankfully Jesus tells them, this really helped me as I was kind of searching of what, what in the world is my purpose. He says this in verse 37. He says this, and Jesus replies, it's probably a verse you've heard several times, but maybe you haven't realized that this is our purpose. This is our, our glorious purpose that we're, we're supposed to be burdened with, like what we're supposed to be doing. Jesus replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, 
This is the first, and it's the greatest commandment. The second's equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. You see, maybe you're looking for a purpose in your life. And I just want to tell you, it's short and sweet. I like to put it down this way. Uh, if you go ahead to that next slide, the next slide really uh, just gets to us. It's we are burdened with a glorious purpose of loving God and loving other people. Like, that is our purpose. That, if you call yourself a Christian, you know, I, my friend shared this with me, like, quit focusing on all the other things you're thinking is your purpose. And he said, would you just focus on loving God and loving the students in your ministry and let the other stuff just work out and deal with it? And something just clicked as finally, not when I did that, and I said, you know what, I'm just going to be about that purpose and whatever happens vocationally, happens vocationally. And man, something changed in my heart and this, 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 this purpose, I was like, okay, that is my purpose. God's will for your life. And I want you to know this, your glorious purpose, the greatest contribution you can make in this world is with love. It's the greatest contribution you can make. It's loving God and loving other people. And the cool thing is that you could start today. Like you, you don't have to, you can, don't, you can stop looking for another plan or another purpose. Just start. I mean, what can you do today to grow your relationship with God? That first one, loving God. I mean, do you have a Bible? Have you been in it? Like, is there some time quiet where you can go and pray? Do you have some worship music that you could put on and connect with God? Tonight, you're doing that. But loving God, you're coming together as a church family and worshiping and hearing His Word. You were striving for that first one tonight, even just being here, of loving God. I want to encourage you, that is your glorious purpose, is to love God with everything you've got. And the second one, as like Jesus said, is much like it. What can you do to love others around you? I mean, for some of you, you've been in school a couple of weeks now, and you've realized this world is full of broken people, sadly. This world's full of lonely people. This world is full of people who just need a little bit of kindness. This world's full of people who are left out when everybody else in the group is doing something. What are you doing to love the people around you? Your glorious purpose is to love. When I realized that, it took care of the rest. So often, we want to make life so much more difficult than that. And we're, Jesus just says, hey, if you love God and love people, the rest will work out. And if you call yourself a Christian, that is our glorious purpose. I want to close and give kind of a spoiler at the end of the movie. We'll, we'll move on here today. Honestly, I think Loki kind of, you know, he asked this question. He's kind of looking for his glorious purpose. And I think by the end of this series, he kind of has a some type of, of change when it comes to his purpose. Like, remember, he wanted to be king. And I think by the end of this, and you could argue with this, I think he's really realizing that his purpose is actually in, in others. Like, there's this trust thing that comes up. There's this friendship that comes up. And I, I just like it. But, uh, you know, we're going to pop back to um, classic Loki for a minute. Go ahead. This is classic Loki. Uh, nice... Uh, <laughs> Really nice helmet there he's got, nice horns. Um, 
Episode five of six. Classic Loki shares his, he, what he thought was his purpose. He was tired of hurting people. He was tired of hurting all the other people around him and, and, and messing with Thor. He was just really tired of that. He realized he caused so much pain. So he says this uh, in episode five, I became a hermit. And he just went to this planet and he was all alone. And everything seemed to work right for him. But he got lonely and he missed his brother. And he said, as soon as I stepped off that planet, the TVA arrived. And he gives this really gentle confession that he misses his brother and, and, and at the end of the movie he does this impressive show of magic at the end of episode 5 and classic Loki becomes this fan favorite. I'm going to show you this clip in here in just a second. Uh, but he's going to do something uh, kind of really cool and uh, we'll just watch it here and I'll explain what he does. What you don't know and what you don't see in this clip is that he is making this diversion for the real Loki, and for that, the other lady Loki, Sylvie. They are trying to beat that large, you know, the Eliath it's called, that, that, that creature that was coming after them. They're making it, he's making it a diversion so that the other people can live. And if you realize, he yells at the very end, at the top of his lungs, glorious purpose, like that's what he yells. And here's the thing, here's what he does. He sacrifices himself. He sacrifices himself so Loki and Sylvie could defeat a lie. And I think there's some interesting connections there, because here's the thing. There is a true God. Loki actually calls himself a God, but here's the thing. We know he's not a true God. There is a true God. Not from a comic book. And not from Disney+. Plus. But that in real life sacrificed everything for you. His name is Jesus. He took the burden of sin to the cross. It says this in Romans 5.8. While we were still sinners, while we were still mess-ups and screw-ups and all these things, Christ died for us. And the thing is this, it doesn't matter. A lot of times we act like Loki, right? We're mischievous, we're lying, we're backstabbing, we're betraying and doing all those things. Here's the thing. There's nothing you've done. There's nothing you've done that the cross cannot cover. I don't care how much like Loki you live. Here's the thing. Jesus Christ can wipe away all of those things. And that's what Jesus did with his death on the cross. Wiping away our sin. Giving us eternal life. And we're called, we're called to believe in this God who gave his son, Jesus, as a ransom for men. The next steps we see in the Bible after believing in this, this God who would lay down his son... Like the next steps after believing is this, that we would, we would be buried in baptism. There's just beautiful symbolism in that, that all of our sin is washed away. There's just this death, burial, and resurrection that goes along with that through his son giving us this life. And this is our glorious purpose, to love God, to love others. And my hope tonight is this, that you'll be burdened with that that you will be burdened with this glorious purpose of loving and chasing after God with everything you've got and loving people and others with everything you've got. It's a glorious purpose. Why? It's because God's called us to it. I'm going to pray over you, then I want to tell you just something real quick, and we'll be done for tonight. Father, I thank you for tonight. I thank you for uh, giving me a purpose. I know there's probably lots of people in this room probably 
students and adults who are searching for purpose. What are they going to do with their lives? How are they going to make a difference? Everybody wants to do that. We want to make a difference. We want a purpose. And God, we thank you that in your word we clearly see that you've given us a purpose. And God, I pray that we'd start that. I pray that you'd help us to love you. And I pray, Lord, that you would burden us with a purpose to love the other people in our lives. God, we thank you that you for us. We thank you for that, and we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Galilee Students Podcast. We exist to help students love God, love others, and serve all.